0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of The Visual Lounge. We're grateful that you can join us today. Uh, We're excited for our guest, Andy Crestedina, who's going to be on in just a second. Before we get to that point, though, just a couple announcements, things that we want to let you know about. Of course, you can always check out the TechSmith Academy. It's out there. It's free. We've got lots of great courses. If you haven't heard me talk about it, you know, you can go out, just go to academy.techsmith.com, check out all those things, learn about lighting, video, video creation, all everything you need to know to get started for sure. The other thing I want to mention here real quick uh, is that we are now live on all your favorite podcast platforms, so if you're Don't get to watch the live episodes. You want to go back and catch up on old episodes. Check out your favorite podcast platform and you can find The Visual Lounge. Our first episode just launched this week with uh, which if you're listening to this later, that will make a lot of sense. But for people watching live, here you go. Uh, So before we get jumping in, we're going to be talking about YouTube and content strategy, which if you're listening to this, you're like, I don't want I don't know what content strategy is and I don't know why I would want to use YouTube. We'll talk about that a little bit, but we got a great guest today, and I'm, I'm super excited because I've heard about Andy Christodina for a really long time working at TechSmith. They said all these great folks said great things, and I'm like, cool, and then I finally got to meet Andy, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why they said all those great things about him, because he's super smart. Uh, he's very tuned into things like social, social media and using uh, search engine marketing. Um, oh, boy, I'm just stuttering all over my words. I'm so excited, uh, and you know... I think the thing that I've liked is that, you know, you can talk to a lot of people who are really smart, but Andy is also very approachable. So I'm excited that he's going to be able to join us today. So with that uh, kind of introduction, I guess the best I could do for right now, Andy, welcome to the Visual Lounge.
1: Thanks for having me, Matt. I'm really excited to be here with you.
0: Yeah, it's super exciting. Um, So I'm guessing there's a lot of people in our audience who have never heard of Andy Crestedina, And I know if they haven't, they should have. But tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do.
1: I am one of the co-founders of Orbit Media, which is a web development company here in Chicago, that uh, this little place started 20 years ago. So I am a digital strategist with 20 years of experience in search optimization and analytics. Uh, I've been doing content strategy, blogging, email marketing, social media, influencer stuff uh, since 2013, so seven or eight years in that. And uh, so I'm one of the people that kind of teaches and speaks and r- makes videos and writes articles to try to help um, anyone who's interested learn how to
0: get better results. So Andy, as you you mentioned, uh, content marketing, and I'm familiar with it because I work in a marketing department, and I hear a lot about it, but what's a real high level definition if we're just kind of level setting everybody, what what would you say content marketing is? Content marketing is the opposite of advertising. Advertising is
1: about push, It's about distraction and interruption. Every ad you've ever seen distracted you while you're doing something else. That's the nature of it. They bought your attention and when they stopped paying for it, they stopped getting your attention. Content marketing is pull marketing. So it leverages channels like search and social and email and to just kind of highlight the difference, nobody searches for ads, shares ads, or subscribes to get a bunch of ads. So content is giving people what they want usually educational content, sometimes entertainment, uh, to grow brand awareness, to build loyalty, to uh, to to kind of create trust. And you can grow massive audiences these days uh, through content, which another way to say it is uh, advertising is hype and content marketing is help. That's Jay Bear. I like the way he put that.
0: Yeah. I love that. And so what I think about, cause my background is not marketing. I kind of fell into the marketing area of, of TechSmith as a, mm-hmm. I was an instructional designer creating training. And I love this idea cause it resonates so well with me that mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, all the profile tests out there that you can take. And it's like, I always end up in this, like, you want to help people, <laughs> whatever those, mm-hmm. whatever yeah, uh, Myers-Briggs or whatever. And so I love the idea of content marketing. And even for people that aren't marketers or especially not marketers, because it's a natural way to just to to serve and to to do the thing that you wanna do is give people information, make yeah. them better.
1: Me too, teach. Teach, the best marketers are the best teachers now. That's
0: uh, another way to think about
1: content marketing is it's a giant test of generosity. And the brand or the person that gives away the most helpful advice earns the largest audience and the most trust and greatest demand. So this business here, this is a 40 person, $6 million a year company built entirely on content marketing and inbound. So there are lots of examples like this. This is one of the, this is not even a big example, but yeah, if uh, when done well, it takes time. It's a little slower. Um, Advertising is fast, but temporary content marketing is very slow, but durable. Uh, So yeah, it really benefits people like me. I got certified to teach. I was going to be a teacher, curriculum design, instructional design. So Matt, you and I are the same. I mean, we, we're doing the right thing here. This is, that's why it's fun.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So, okay. So we've, we've established what content marketing is. We know there's value there and I, and I'm sure we can make lots of connections. We won't spend time on this of like, if you're not doing marketing, why you could do that internally. And I'm sure it plays lots of places. Um, but let's talk a little bit about this idea of using, adding like YouTube or video to your, your mix of content and why that's a, uh, in your mind is why is that a good idea, Andy?
1: Well, it leverages, uh, some things that are, that may already be working well. So people that that add video to their content strategy, often they've got a blog, they've been publishing articles, some things have worked, some things have not worked. And, um, if you use data as in analytics to see what's working well, almost every content program has a few huge outperformers. There's like a small number of these like 10 or hundred X pieces of content on that website. If you create a video and simply put it, I'm one of those massive outperformers that's already getting a lot of visibility, you are almost instantly successful at video because these are pages that have lots of people looking at them already. Video also has a lot of, there's a lot of special things about it. Um, video turns your audience into viewers instead of readers. It's kind of a, it's it's accessible, it's compelling, it builds trust, you see the face and the you hear the tone of voice and body language. We just feel connection to people. Uh, In research, we all know that faces are magnetic and that even newborn babies look at faces more than other images. Video has that. Plus, on a visual hierarchy, which is what web design is all about, movement is more visually prominent than images, which are more prominent than text. So when you use video, you have upgraded your format for content all the way to the max and made something that just has better access to the human brain, creates better trust, makes you human in ways that um, text, and I love text, I'm a writer, um, just really can't, somehow can't compete with.
0: Yeah, and so so I I mean I'm sold on video, right? I obviously all the things I do with TechSmith, <laughs> there's a lot of video there, but I I, mm-hmm. I I think it makes a lot of sense that you're you're drawing that attention, you're you're pulling people in. Um, I know we we've done various studies looking at kind of the use case of like how much video is being used, um, and mm-hmm. and in fact one thing I just saw, and I'm trying to remember where I saw the stat, which is probably bad of me to to refer to it without remembering where I saw it, but uh, I think it was. Uh, mal- Millennials and Gen Z, which I don't love the whole generational thing, but it said that fifty percent of them wouldn't know what to do if they didn't have video in their lives. Mm-hmm. It's like it's just becoming such a part of the kind of cultural norms that we communicate this way. Um, and so it's it's one thing to say like yes, it has all these properties, but like you said, Andy, you're you're a writer. So how hard is that transition for someone that's going to be a you know they're not a video person? to making useful and helpful videos?
1: Well, it's mostly, <laughs> this is gonna sound weird, it's mostly an emotional barrier. I think the reason why people don't make more video is not that the tools are hard, they're not, we're on TechSmith right now, Camtasia is, requires almost no training, like just start using it, you can just start using it. It's But the reason, so it's not a tool barrier, uh, it's mostly that people, <laughs> I think, just are squeamish about making something that has their face in it and don't like to hear their voice. And by the way, a hundred percent of people don't like their voice. I don't like my <laughs> voice. I'm not, that's just all of us. So, uh, there really aren't great excuses. Uh, I have a natural advantage because I give lots of presentations. So I have these like slide decks and I can adapt those. Um, also any company that is in a category where there's visuals or diagrams have a natural advantage. Um, but I think that I can't think of an industry or category where video wouldn't make sense. Uh, Just look at what the social platforms have done. They're all in on video. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. If you haven't tried so I could break down the three types of videos. The, The traffic generating type is the social media video, which is native right inside the social media platform, has incredible reach compared to a normal social post it's like a hundred x. I've measured the results. We could, I could show them. Just create a video for LinkedIn that's a one-minute pitch and call to action for this helpful article you made, and just watch what happens. It's just all-powerful format, uh, and that's because the social channels know that it just gets a hundred x engagement.
0: Yeah. So it, it, yeah. I mean, it's it's and it's so interesting, right? Like that. The difference that video can bring. So this actually leads to a question I had, Andy, because we want to get to this idea of like, okay, how do you integrate YouTube videos into your to your mix, your content mix, and why would you do that? But before we get to the, like using YouTube, why not just have like, if you're maybe there's, there's a social play because I'm sure LinkedIn or Twitter or whoever, they're probably going to give some benefits to native video, meaning that I directly uploaded it to their platform versus. Hosting mm-hmm. it someplace else, but like if you're concerned about ownership of video and like putting it out there, why not have video on your own site versus versus some of these other sites, like hosting it on YouTube or something like that?
1: Great question. So if you're making social media video to promote something, let's say you know, you and I are gonna do a webinar. I wanna maximize attendance. I'm gonna make a video pitching the webinar. I'm gonna upload that directly to LinkedIn. And that's just a, a, a beautiful visual, you know, video, social media post. I don't know who has ownership of that. I'm not really worried about that. It's going to get buried in the streams eventually. That's, that is what it is. Farther down the funnel. Now we have, you know, uh, someone's on our website uh, for that content marketing videos, probably best done in YouTube, uh, probably because YouTube is such a powerful engine for discovery. YouTube's recommendation engine is just ma- driving massive amounts of attention. So as content marketing content, I would generally recommend uh, using a, a combination of YouTube, which can be embedded on your site, so you don't lose the visitor if they're on your site watching. You can also gain a new audience when they're on YouTube and build up a channel, which is uh, can have massive upsides. The bottom of the funnel, the, the trust building video, the About Us video, the highly produced video, the testimonial video, that probably should be in a nicer player than YouTube. YouTube is kind of a, yeah, it's like you're laughing. It's just like the YouTube bug is there and you can't really control the colors and you can't stop it from suggesting other stuff and what's, you know, people watching cat videos on my website, so I'd upgrade to a nicer player. You, You might have a preference, I don't have a preference, I could name 10 of them, but use that for the conversion. So video for social media video can drive traffic. Content marketing video, build awareness, loyalty, engagement on the site and in YouTube. And at the bottom of the funnel, the about us page, the service page, testimonial videos, use a nicer player and invest more in those because those are the ones, you know, anything you do at the bottom of the funnel where the person is more likely, you know, higher intent, stronger consideration, invest a little more because you're going to get much higher ROI.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm just working through this. If I was new to this, I'm thinking, okay, so I'm, I'm going to be making videos for social. I'm going to be mm-hmm. making videos that are gonna live on YouTube that are, but it might be embedded so, on some of my properties. And then mm-hmm. I've got, we'll call them our high-end videos where they're, I'm gonna invest mm-hmm. more, I'm gonna take more and put, those Those are gonna only probably live on my site. Okay, so that's, that's right. a lot of video right there. I could, I could see someone could feel overwhelmed, but let's talk a little bit about outcomes because I think we can talk all day long about what it takes to get to that point, mm-hmm. but like, from a term terms of results. And I know you've done a lot of things to, to look at this for your own site. Uh, I'm guessing mm-hmm. you're the type that always wants to tweak and try and experiment to maximize <laughs> yep. outcomes, uh, right. which is good, which is great, right? That's what we should be doing. But what is it that you've seen as you've started to, interd- first, let me back up. When did you start introducing, like seriously introducing video into your content mix?
1: I made two to three videos a year for probably the last three or four years. And then this year, uh, now that I'm not traveling for conferences, I just had more time and I decided to d- like double down on, on videos, content marketing videos. So I started producing way more. I produced maybe 10 or so 12 minute videos this year. That's our content marketing stuff. Uh, every year I'll, I'll create, you know, if it's worth it, if I made a really you know invested heavily in a piece of content, I'll make that one minute social media promotion video. I do those probably four or five times a year at least. Um, the about us stuff and the testimonial stuff, you're only going to be – doing those things have lifespans of years. So every three to four years, you're going to make three or four of those. That's probably as much as you need at the bottom of the funnel. But yeah, I started making a lot of content marketing videos this year and published that piece recently about how to add YouTube to a content strategy earlier this year.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll make sure we share out a link to that article. Okay, so you've started this year. So it's, it's not Mm -hmm. like you all were just always been cranking out video after video, after video, of course you're using a little bit. So from the, from this year, what, what have you seen happen as you started to introduce video into your mix? What, what are your results look like?
1: Well, I'm serious about measurement because, uh, I want to prove that this worked. these things are taking me like four hours to create or something like that. Like it's about half the time of an article to make a nice 12 minute video, all the prep time, um, at least two hours. Uh, I could get a few, I'd love to hear about your time invested on video projects. Uh, but so what happened? What did it do? So you make the video, create the custom thumbnail, upload it to YouTube, add the description, take that video, embed the player into the relevant article, put it high on the page, and then what happened? So you can measure the outcomes in several ways. One is the change to website, the change to performance of that web page, the article. And the other is performance of the video on its own in YouTube. So the the performance, the way that I've measured these is um, uh, through a careful bit of analytics work, um, which I could share with you, it's about creating an event to track the video plays using Google Tag Manager, and then in Google Analytics, creating segments to see the video watchers and non-watchers separately. Pretty fun. Um, if you'd like, I can pull up some of the example
0: results. Yeah. So let's, let's have you pull those up while you're pulling those up. Let me just say for anyone that's watching, um, I've already like Andy and I had a few conversations where we talked about some of this stuff and I know I was like, what? Wow. You, could, wow. Cool. I didn't know that you could do that. So there's some stuff here that we're not going to go into technical detail. I just want everyone to be aware that we're, we're not going to go into the, how do you do this, but we're, let's, Andy's going to show us some things that I think hopefully will inspire you and you can go and learn more. I'm sure, I think Andy, you probably even have some stuff on your, your blog that talks about this. Yeah. Uh,
1: and, and thanks for saying that Matt, because this is not intended to be like a deep dive technical training. Uh, it's, it can be useful in just introducing you to the concept so you know what's possible. Right. And then you can go find the tools and, and videos or whatever, find the, the the training. This is one that will show you how to do everything we're showing you today. So uh, – And we first, are on your screen, Andy, so we're good right. to go. Okay. So for starters, really what Google Analytics does is it tracks movement from page to page. That is what this tool does by default. Someone's on this page. They're moving to another page. Whatever the case, the the um, anything that's not a page view is not tracked in analytics by default. We've got a list here of sixteen clicks that don't count in Google Analytics because they're things like scrolling or integrate like like um, I don't know, working doing, doing something with a chat bot or expanding an ex, like accordion things. Like there's tons of things, including watching a video. So if I press this play button here, I, I am not. That is, this is a YouTube video that I put here. Uh, uh-huh. That click is not normally tracked in the analytics unless you create an event. Event tracking is for tracking things that are not page view interactions. See how the address didn't change when I watched this video? So to create an event to track that, we use Google Tag Manager. I'm logged in here. Google Tag Manager is a container that holds all of your marketing tracking codes like JavaScript and Facebook pixels. You can also use it to do some fancier analytics setup. It's a free tool. It's the state-of-the-art way to kind of add and manage little bits of um, marketing tracking codes to websites. So the tracking codes, the event is set up in here as a tag. It's called, I use the nice naming convention, GA for Google Analytics event because it's event tracking. And it's this one down here for YouTube. So it's actually Google Tag Manager makes this pretty easy because the variables are already built in. So, like every event, it has a category, an action, and a label. And here, and it fires the trigger takes effect when the when the YouTube video is played. So, Tag Manager is basically a bunch of tags, which is the marketing the marketing tracking code, and triggers when that marketing tracking code takes effect. So that's all that you're seeing in here. That's all I'm going to go into to explain. <laughs> Basically, there's a tag that that is listening to see when a YouTube video plays, and when it plays, it fires this event, tracking Google, in Google Analytics a category, an action, and a label. Good enough.
0: Yeah. So now, uh, we're going to pull mm-hmm. away from the screen for a second because I just want to say this is to me this is uh, awesome. And if people aren't familiar with Google Analytics or Go- tra- tag manager or anything like that, uh, Andy, just real quick, this this you could use this. Mm-hmm if you were working internally to an organization, as long as Google Analytics can get to it, which, you know, as long as you're not locked down, I suppose that's probably pretty possible. And all of a sudden you've got like insightful data. Mm -hmm. That's right. This could
1: be behind a firewall. This could be inside a login area. This could be in an app. You can use this. You probably have Google Analytics tracking code on all of your URLs everywhere, (laughs) you know, unless you work for Adobe or something like a Google competitor, probably, right. you probably already have it. There's little plugins where you can see, here's one, this is called Ghostery. It's like, looks at the tracking code on a page. It's actually I think a privacy tool, but I use it just to see what pages, what stuff is there. There it is, Tag Manager, there it right. is, Google Analytics. So there's little extensions for Chrome you can use. This one is a Google tool, to the Google Tag Assistant. So yeah, there's, so that the tracking code in analytics is probably already on any any page, anything you wanna track, any place where you might be posting that YouTube video. Um, so once it's there, you're going to start to uh, see data flow into these event reports that'll show you, for example, pages. Which of your pages were, were the events triggered on? These are examples of pages, most of these have videos. Uh, so you can see that in its own report, its own section, in the behavior section, analytics has organized ABC, acquisition, behavior, conversion, as in top of the funnel, middle of the funnel, and bottom of the funnel. But um, uh, I'm going to use it in a slightly separate way because, remember, the question I'm trying to answer, and that's what analytics is really for. This is my favorite way to use it. Use it for analysis, not just reporting. Right. Analysis. The question I'm trying to answer is, what is the difference before and after, after when I put this video on this webpage. In other words, people who did people watch this, yes or no? And and how how did their behavior vary from the people who didn't watch it? Right, Matt? That's all I'm doing. Right. I'm gonna answer the question: did this did putting this video here change the, the engagement with the page? So this is also going to look fancy. It's really not very fancy. I'm going to go to that page. This is the most popular report in all of analytics, behavior, site content, all pages. Yep. These are all the pages on your website. I'm going to choose, let me zoom in a little. I'm going to choose a longer date range because date range equals data, want a little more data, go back a couple months. And I'm going to find just that page. Let's just copy this URL, go back to analytics. And I'm going to filter for this URL just to find that specific page. You can scroll through, it's in there somewhere, a little faster, cool. I'm gonna click to drill down. There's a bunch of noise in here. I don't want all that. So now I'm just seeing a report with just that page, page views, time on page. Wow, six minutes. Uh, bounce rate. You know, th- this is the normal metrics for this for a page. Yep. But I want to see the difference between people who did and didn't watch the video. Now, people. The, my, I use the word people in that sentence, so it's, I'm probably looking for a segment. Segments are groups of people. Gotcha. I made a. Yeah, um, they're very easy to use. It took me years. I used the analytics for like a a decade before I even played around. I'll I'll show you how I made it first and then I've already made one. Just click on new segment. This is a conditional segment because it's gonna match some conditions. This is when the event category contained uh, video, video view. That's it. Nice. It's gonna actually show me what percentage of people, look, even before I have clicked save or gave it a name, I'm getting insights. 1.6% of my visitors trigger or visits, technically, that's a visit. 1.6% of my visits had the event video view triggered. Video view, that is exactly what I called it when I made this thing. That's my event video view. That's the category, right? It's gonna be whatever you called it. That's what I called it. And so that's why it appeared here. event category contains video view. So anyway, I've already made this. I'm not going to make it again. I'll have piles of unused segments. So I've already made it, so I can just find it. I made this. I made two of them. I created naming conventions, video watchers and video no watchers. I guess I wanted them to start with video. I could call them (laughs) non-video watchers, but then, you know, this is going to be alphabetized. I wanted to both start with V. Right. Anyway, so I'm just going to turn them both on. That's it. I just showed you how I created the event, how I created the the segment, I'm gonna remove the all users now. I think you can actually just drag these off of here. Maybe not. Does that just come out? I think you can drag it away. Uh, So now I'm looking at just that page for people who didn't watch and people who did watch. Video no watchers and video watchers. How are they different? This is it, here you go. So I had to get a budget approved and I need I need more budget to make more videos. How do I tell my boss, how do I convince my client that this is a worthy endeavor? Look at the difference, (laughs) quite a bit different. Yeah. Average time on page is double. Look at that number, This this is an outlier, that's not that common, that's a very high number. The average time, average time on page for people who came to this URL and watched the video is north of 11 minutes, that's pretty nuts.
0: Yeah, so, that's like, yeah. I mean, literally you're buying people, not buying, you are getting people's attention for that long is amazing. And I'm thinking about all the applications. And so kind of contextualizes mm-hmm. this a little bit. Like if you're in customer education, uh, which I, I think a lot of people who use TechSmith products are, they're, you know, they mm-hmm. work for a company, they're making content that's public facing, but it's, uh, you know, for their customers to help them to get 11 minutes of their time means that they really care about yeah. about that information. So that's that's incredible.
1: Yeah, it reduced the bounce rate a little bit. Uh, these people are more likely to continue on their 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 path through the website. So this is the on-site activity, right? The, everything that happened while the person was on the on this URL. Uh, that is only part of my ROI because this thing also lives in YouTube, and it can be discovered in other places. Um, it's really fun to learn new things, which is why we also, the other reason we love content marketing. And uh, and, and this little endeavor brought me into the world of uh, YouTube Studio, which has its own analytics, I was not familiar with until kind of recently, uh, where you can see the performance of things in YouTube. So here are the videos I could find, here it is, how to track video views using Google Analytics. Uh, looks like I made that in December 2019 It's got 694 views so far. Average view duration is four minutes and 21 seconds. I'm gonna go into that video and here is the uh, total views. Watch time is three, this is also to your point, right? 333 hours spent watching this video. That's kind of a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I was grumbling about these things take me four hours to make. Uh, I shouldn't. I guess I never looked this number up, but I should probably stop grumbling about, you know, spending a few hours making a video. People are spending hundreds of cumulative uh, cumulative hours watching it. There's the time. Looks like it's attracted some people subscribing to our YouTube channel. So I'm building another channel. I'm building another audience, an engaged audience, albeit a, a less valuable audience because they're not really on my site. Um, they say don't build on rented land. I think YouTube is still a value. I mean. If you could be a megastar in one platform, I think you'd probably choose YouTube because uh, people that are just so engaged in YouTube compared to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. So that's the – let's go to advanced mode. Uh, Here we go. I will choose um, the lifetime of this. So there you see. This is when I promoted it. So that probably was a bunch of views from the – Um, The embedded version on the article when it went live, Mm -hmm. because I was promoted, this article was promoted through regular channels like email and social media. And then this is the results since. Looks like it's getting more popular. Maybe it's getting more discovered from YouTube. Uh, Traffic sources, it's gonna break down for me. Mostly external, which is the embedded version on our site. Suggested videos, YouTube search. Wow, people have found this from YouTube, like searching in YouTube. So that's just additional top-line visibility I just never would have had otherwise, right? Suggested videos, YouTube search, browsing, the channel page. So this is all incremental uh, brand awareness uh, that um, I wouldn't have had if I had just – if I had not chosen YouTube to be my hosting and streaming partner for this one. Fun, right?
0: Yeah, this is – I mean it's so fascinating to me to look at this because I know – I talk to a lot of, I mean, there's the YouTube, the people who are focused on YouTube, their creators or their training professionals, or even marketers, it's, we're always after data, right? Like mm-hmm. we want to know what's happening. We need to understand if this is working, if it's worth the investment. I mean, even the things that I do, uh, you know, and I'm going live every week and we're, we're launching the podcast, we're doing all this stuff, but we need, we're looking at the data and saying, are mm-hmm. like, is there something we can do to. To make this even better, Um, and and my goal is probably very different than like uh, you know. So I'm not looking for new business. I'm looking to reach the most amount of people, so I can be the most helpful. Um, And I I just think you know here here we have all this data, but it just seems like it's a lot about putting the puzzle pieces together to say like, yeah, this is if I understand this, I understand the data is here in Google Analytics. I understand it's here in YouTube. Then I can actually can actually start to get that picture of what is.
1: I think this also, I'm wondering about this piece, and I'm gonna check something, I think I might know what's happening here. So this got a lot of traction at the time of launch, and then really not much traction. Mm -hmm. And the the video, external views to the video have increased a lot over time, even though traffic to that page hasn't really changed much over time. So I think that this is actually just getting played through google.com, which would also be an external. So I I noticed this once. This might be the one. Here I'm just gonna search for the whole key phrase. Yeah. How to track video views in Google Analytics. <laughs> so I'm giving it the exact match phrase. This one I think is just showing up in Google. No, yes, yeah. there it is. Right. So if that so, so I talked about video as helping your mouse trap convert a higher percentage of visitors into leads through trust and testimonials and about us, the bottom of funnel videos. But is, but video as cheese, wow, that is like right there in Google search results. So there's my face, there's the custom thumbnail, (laughs) there's, which you can see I did a lot of, I mean, this, here's some YouTube uh, click through rate optimization or view rate optimization tips. Upload a custom thumbnail that has a human face, which we mentioned already, is a magnetic visual. And the the headline, you can see how to track, like a reason to click is in the thumbnail. This person over here is also doing it, you can see. Yep. And a, uh, a a contrasting color or a bright color. So this is probably getting a lot of views, partly because of that thumbnail. Um, so that is uh, that probably explains right there, the, way, the reason why this, this video has gotten a lot of external views, increasing external views over time, despite the fact that the article doesn't, doesn't match. Well, it does a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so it's all attributable. It's all measurable. Uh, it does take a little bit of setup because you kind of, to do it properly, you should create an event, and then to measure separately, you can use a segment. But, uh, yeah, look at the upside. That was, uh, I'm... I haven't really checked this one in a while. I'm very happy that I spent the four hours to make this video because uh, that is an outcome that I could never have gotten uh, either with just making a blog post or with just making a video. You can see how they're sort of um, amplifying each other.
0: Yeah. So, Andy, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, we've got all the data you're looking at, it, like you just said, the four hours is totally it's now that you've seen it, the four hours is probably worth it. Yeah. I'm okay with it now. <laughs> right, right. Right. Like it's paying off. And, and I can imagine there's a lot of people who are saying that, you know, they, they want to get started. They want to do this, what you're doing, what the idea of, you know, and I think you're really just taking your blog content to repurpose it into a video, yeah. correct? That's it. So not, uh, it's not really new, new content. It's, it's repurposed content. Um, And as someone who isn't a video creator by trade, or what advice would you give to someone who's like, okay, I've got content, I don't have videos yet, like, but I wanna try this because I'm seeing the results. And of course results may vary, but like Mm -hmm. you look at the results that you're seeing, it's like, yeah, this is totally worth if I can spend four hours to do something to gain that much more attention for my audience. What, What advice would you give people getting started with it?
1: Well, to leverage your strengths, take any content you had that's performing well consistently over time, which is probably content that is somehow um, ranking for a phrase frequently, or it's that just gets, uh, it's in like, you kept it in heavy social rotation from whatever traffic source. It seems to have more durable visibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is the easiest report to get out of analytics. Analytics does not have very many insights that like jump out at you. This is one <laughs> because it, as soon as you go to behavior site content, all pages, it's just all your pages sorted by number of page views. If we're talking about YouTube and blog content and content marketing, you can, and as long as your blog is in a directory, like, like ours slash blog, you can just filter this just to exclude all of your non-blog content. If this isn't dramatic enough, there's a five views up here on the side. If you switch to the bar chart view, you'll see just how much more visible these top performers are or even more dramatic, the comparison view, the number one most popular page on this domain is 37,000% more popular than our average page. So make videos for the pages on your site that are 30,000% more popular than your average page (laughs) because you're just gonna get, it's gonna be easier, right? Like put it up there, put it at the top, you know, just do the thing, make, Put, put billboards on highways. You know, if you're spend, if it's, if it takes time or money and you make the thing and, you know, uh, and you put that billboard on like a back street, it's not going to get seen as much. Everyone's website, here's one way to think about this. And I've done planning for like a thousand websites over 20 years. Everyone's website, whether they know it or not, is like a city and the navigation and internal links make a highway, there's a highway flowing through your website You need to know where that highway is and what the top entry points are, what the top paths are, most popular URLs. Because as soon as you know that, you know where to add internal links, where to add calls to action, where to upload a video, where to improve that content for ever better results. Because there's no such thing as a straight line in any report, in any marketing anywhere. It's always an exponential log scale curve. So that's my first advice would be to do that. Secondly, if you don't have it, just get TechSmith, just get Camtasia. It is the way to do it. It's gonna be, the learning curve will keep you from getting frustrated. It makes you more productive because you can sort of favorite your, your filters. Um, I, it, it's um, it's, a, it's a power tool uh, and almost a basic skill now. It's getting you know harder to do this without it, um, without video skills. And then, um, and, and do some measurement because without a scoreboard, it's hard to stay motivated to stay excited. If you don't know what worked, how do you know? Uh, you know, how do you know if you hit a home run? Like you just saw me get excited about this thing. I was like, oh wow, yeah, hey, that's pretty good. I never had looked at this. That was motivating to me. You saw just now my emotion, like when my tag, when my strategy was confirmed because <laughs> I had to really check this one. Uh, so that is, if you want, if you if you want to stay in these things, if you want to be a performance, a high performance person in general. Uh, Track your results, fitness, diet, exercise, study, you know, advanced degree, foreign language, musical instrument, (laughs) video production, whatever that thing is you want to learn in life. Give yourself a visual way to track your progress on that and you're far more likely to stay motivated and um, get better results in the long run.
0: Yeah. Well, first of all, I love the, the idea that, you know, make a billboard for the highway. I think that is a great analogy. I think that's, it's a, it's a beautiful visual of like what we're really doing. You're making the most, taking the most populated heavy trafficked area Mm -hmm. and putting up the thing that's going to get the, get that attention. If you know they're already going through there and they already Mm -hmm. want it and you can give them more that maybe is adding to the helpfulness. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm excited about this idea. And then the, the idea about your tracking visuals, I'm going to, uh, here's a little thing, Andy, that you probably don't know. Cause I, I haven't told you this a couple years ago, you wrote a blog post about your, your, like your routine, morning routine. Oh yeah. Okay. And like, I, you know, and I actually read that blog post and, hmm. uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of when it was, but I, I, I went down that path for about six weeks and I realized that's Andy's schedule, that's not my schedule. But- Yeah, I remember. But but like, just just again, but coming back to the tracking, right? So if you wanna be better at doing something like writing more content, creating more content, yeah, like track it, understand what, when, like know when you're working better. And so uh, great, great suggestions and thank you for the plug on Camtasia. We don't ever ask our guests to say that, but we're always appreciative if they are finding our tools useful
1: that's it's uh well thanks for the plug on that article
0: if people really like
1: that one i should probably make a video for it
0: (laughs) (laughs) a time lapse of your uh, day
1: let's see what it looks like (laughs) yeah that one was uh i get pushback though on that because not everyone's a morning person and i get that i made the recommendation to get up early in the morning um but yeah there's all different work styles uh that's great that you found that and liked it and of course i'm happy to plug camtasia uh, i I use this tool just just for the record, and let me let me throw out one more important tip and a power uh, move for anyone doing social media. When you make a video for social media, I called it a one minute commercial for that uh, thing that you're promoting. I made one yesterday. So this is Camtasia. This is me. This is me recording a one-minute video. It's just over a minute. What I need to do – let me expand. What I need to do if I'm serious about this, Matt, and I highly recommend this for anyone making top-of-funnel videos, content promotion videos, social media videos, is to add the caption. Oh, because yeah. Because if you don't have a caption on your social media videos, you didn't make a thumb stopper that's going to slow down that that person who is um, – uh, scanning through a uh, fast-moving social stream. So uh, captions, add. Ca- oh, I choose the audio track. I go to modify, captions, add captions. And now all this is gonna do, I don't think you'll be able to hear it. No, we don't hear it, but that's okay. I, I'm, I'm wearing headphones, so I'm hearing it, but you're not. Now all I have to do is, this is Andy from, I know there's tools that probably transcribe it for you. And then I go to the next one. So, when this cap, when, when these are in here, and, and in my experience, you've got to turn this up to like caption size to be like 50 point. Seriously, like it's social media video, so we have to make this large. Right? I like to make it 50. So, this is going to be a video inside LinkedIn. It's going to be much better engagement because I took that, it's about five minutes <laughs> to. to to add captions for each of these segments, you can see Camtasia broke out the segments for me. That's it. So, you know, if a social media post takes two minutes to make and a social media video takes 15 or 20, that's 10 times the effort, but the results are like 100x. That's one of the the most insightful things I've learned about content marketing is that when the things that you do that are 10x the out, the investment are often 100x the results, and I'm not even exaggerating, I wrote about this once in the Textsmith blog, I think, Uh, the social media video ROI, which is another tiny um, uh, analytics trick to track the clicks, but uh, extremely powerful. Uh, It's almost it makes you wonder why you make normal social media posts. They should probably all be videos.
0: (laughs) Well, I no what a great what a great piece of advice. And I think uh, just generally, my my experience has been that if if you can caption every video, right, it's not just the. Uh, the short social videos, although I think what the idea being that I scroll a lot in LinkedIn or Twitter or whatever, and I often don't have a way to, I'm not listening. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going like, I've got other things around me or it's, I, you know, I'm right. where I, I don't have headphones. So I think that's mm-hmm. what, a, what great advice. And I will say, um, uh, there is a tool that TechSmith makes that makes that, that captioning easy called Audiate, what? TechSmith Audiate. Uh, we'll talk Wait. about it after, after the fact. Huh? Anyone, go check out <laughs> TechSmith Audiate. It's, uh, it will transcribe it. Okay. automatically your 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 audio. And uh, I know they're working on getting some integration. So that process with Camtasia should be super smooth, but that's that's still coming. So oh, wow. yeah, did, I don't know if you found the text. I was looking for your TechSmith video or your blog post because I think I've.
1: Yeah, I made one on TechSmith about how to make a, how to add captions or something like that. Uh, this is the article I found about how to make social media videos with my recommendation for the basics. This one, actually, I did find out. There already is a video on this. Um, even if, so here's here's my plug for working harder. Again, I don't have shortcuts for anybody. <laughs> even if you guys make a tool that allows me to one click transcribe the thing and it as captions, I would probably want to carefully adjust it myself even if mm-hmm. I could because I'm such a believer in those little details. Because if I'm transcribing the video myself, I can use all caps. I can change punctuation. Uh, I can decide where it breaks. You know, to to put like more impactful statements in their own separate caption. Yeah. So I'm not a, really a control freak in life generally, and <laughs> I know that you've seen me use analytics. I'm not like an analytic. I'm not like a hyper analytical person per se. But uh, I just have learned that it's the details that can make a big difference. Um, Especially with these videos, these content marketing videos, because as you saw, the, the, the lifespan of these, they're evergreen content. This one is coming up on a year old, and it's only getting more popular. So it's worth the work. Content marketing, it really benefits people who uh, invest more of um, more time and effort in each piece.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Andy, I I really appreciate you taking time to walk through all these things because I know I know I'm excited to go and try to figure out some of these things that you showed. Um, If someone wants to learn more because we've scratched literally the tip of the iceberg here. Where should they go to, to find more information from you or to learn from you? Well, I normally say orbitmedia.com. I write an
1: article there once every two weeks. Uh, that's a good place to get our latest all the time. I write mm-hmm. just twice a month, I write an article there. They're long-form content, and something, about half the time they've got a video. But maybe YouTube, if you're, uh, you know, this audience here is probably engaged with that format. Uh, the Orbit Media YouTube channel uh, has all those more recent things, and uh, there's a lot there. We work really hard to put our best advice out there, so um, those are two good places to start.
0: Fantastic. Well, Andy, thank you so much for spending time with me today. We we really appreciate uh, our guests that come on and share this information. And I'm looking forward to to following along more. To, you know, who knows what's going to happen in the next six months to a year with that post. I hope to see uh, you know the results even further along. Maybe we'll have to check back in with you to see how how it keeps playing out. This was
1: awesome. I really I, this was such a fun conversation. I'm such a fan, and it was uh, great to be part of this.
0: Yeah. Thank you so much. So guys, make sure you go check out what Andy's doing. Go learn from him because he honestly is, he's, he's so insightful and he is one of the people he, like he said before, he just wants to share. So Andy, thank you again. We will talk. All right. So what's new at TechSmiths this week? We've got a lot of things that are always new because we're always trying to be helpful, trying to share things uh, with you guys to help hopefully make you more successful what you're doing. So let me just go ahead. with the pod- launch of the podcast, we are taking these episodes that we're doing, we're not only launching the podcast, we've got the video, we're also turning into blog posts. So if you can't watch weekly, and or if you're like, man, I don't have time, I'm not commuting anymore, you can go and check out the the kind of the summary of what we talked about. The first one's launch, we talked about in july i believe it was with jason velod here you can go and kind of get one stop shopping for everything you can see these awesome quotes make it easy for you to digest and get through all the fantastic content next thing we've got another blog post that we're talking about is uh, proven Steps to Make High-Quality Product Demo Videos. So, if you're making out there making demo videos, you know, we just heard from Andy, the power of making videos that you can, you know, you can use those on your social content, you can use them for, you know, drawing that kind of content marketing, bring people into your funnel. Or if you just wanna be helpful, this is gonna walk you through a lot of the things that you need to help you move through that process easily, even if you've never made a video before. So go ahead and check that out. Uh, the next thing on our list of what's new at TechSmith is one of my uh, personal, you know, here favorites. This is what how to get a clear voiceover. This is part of our TechSmith Academy series. Oh, that's a great view, isn't it? A great place to stop, always on the awkward icon. Uh, you can see here, me Any me mar- this. This is gonna teach you all about a uh, voiceover. If you want the full series of videos, go to TechSmith Academy, check it out. You can, you can get downloadables, we've got resources there. Uh, It's going to teach you all the basics of screencasting in this particular course. There's plenty of other courses as well. So I think that about does it for us. I do want to point out that Andy Crestadina did write an article for us. We'll make sure that's posted in the link. Guys, we are so grateful for everybody who tunes in every week and watches with us. We hope that you find these podcasts and these episodes that are live useful. We're trying to bring you interesting tidbits and information that you might not just be able to get to your for yourself if you're just searching because where do you look? There's so much information out there. So with that said, everybody, I, again, am just so grateful for everybody who tunes in each week. Do check out the podcast. It's on your favorite podcast platform. Check out the TechSmith Academy because we want to make sure that you're getting better and better every single day at video. And with that said, thanks again. And whether you're making how-to videos, technical documentation, or just trying to make better videos and images, make sure you level up every day. We'll see you guys next week.